Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Nikki. Welcome to Swipe Fat. Where dating's hard. But dating when you're fat is even harder. A guy's opening line to me on Hinge was, you love to travel, so if you were flying and you were stuck in the middle seat, would you rather be stuck next to a crying baby or a sumo? That's verbatim, his word, sumo. A I'm like, sumo? Do you, cl- you see I'm fat, right? Jeez. What did you say? I no, just exited out of it. Exited out. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that's rude. Yeah, that is. So things are going well, is what you're trying to do. <laughs> um, no, that was just one guy. I have a couple of potential mm-hmm. conversations happening. So Same. we're going to be positive. Like, I don't know what it is. Is Maybe it's the good weather. But I was like, I'm going to redo my profile. Yeah. I'm going to put myself out there. A guy messaged me about potentially meeting up for drinks with him and his friends. It did not work out, but I oh, thought okay. giving him giving him my number, like I mess- gave him my number, I was like, I feel like that's karmically a good sign for me. Yes. Like, a hundred percent. Yeah. Baby steps. It's just the opening the door. Oof. The door was closed for so long. Now I'm opening it. Correct. Cracked it a little bit. Cracked it. I cracked it. So yeah. I think that's positive. Very. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I have a few conversations going and they're all positive. So I just, yeah. I think, you know, just waiting. And see to, what happens. Yeah. Just waiting to see if we can make it to pass the, the app, you know? Yeah. See if we actually go on a date. Yeah, but I think not fixating, I think for me right now is a big mm-hmm. thing. It's like not trying to like put pressure because I feel like I always like if it's like I'll be talking to three people at one time mm-hmm. usually or like, you know, two or three. And it's like I always have a, a favorite. Mm-hmm. I think we probably all do this, right? Yeah, we're like, oh, this is the better one. This is the better one. This is one I actually want to go out with or whatever. When we don't even know them. We don't even know them. Yeah. So I'm trying to stop doing that and being like, whoever messages, whoever messages is fine. Like I don't have a favorite. I like, they're all nice guys. And like, if I go out with one, cool. If not, I don't. And I do feel like I've shifted that mindset. So I feel like for me, that's a big thing. I think that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I catch myself doing it sometimes? I'll be like, no, Mm -hmm. we actually don't care because we don't know him. Mm-mm. So if it doesn't work out, that's because we just didn't like each other and that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. There's mm-hmm. no like, we don't put any weight into it yet. Right. No weight. They don't deserve our feelings until we get yeah. at least a date. Right. You know? Because we haven't given them anything yet. They, given they don't us know anything. us. And we don't owe we them don't anything them. and they don't, they don't owe us anything. Yeah. It's weird to think about it that way, but like that's I think like doing it makes it I don't know hopefully a little easier. Yeah, because I have a friend and we talk sometimes and uh, well we talk a lot, but <laughs> she's been going through like the dating you know like starting to date again thing, and I was like I can hear her doing it, and I'm like they don't owe you anything, mm-hmm. and she was like right right okay, and, you know it's like you just have to reset and like be like. Like, they don't know you, and they actually don't owe you anything. You're not in a relationship. Mm -mm. But I think, like, sometimes the apps can make it seem like there's... There's more than what there actually is. Yeah. So it's hard to, like, make your brain not do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, I like, when I meet people in the wild, it's so different because I kind of, like, don't care as much. But apps make you care more, and it's like, Why? Because you know more about them. Yeah. So it's like creates this false sense mm-hmm. of like. Trust. Intimacy. Yeah. That you don't have. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So I feel like that for me is like, because normally I'd be like, okay, let me tell you all about this one guy that I really like. And yeah, I just, I don't care as like, I care. Yeah. But no, that's huge. Yeah. I think, I think that's great. So I'm proud of you. Thanks. Well, speaking of baby steps, mm. we have a guest on today, um, Sarah Ostegi, who um, is a blogger, Instagrammer, TikToker. Curve model. Curve model from Montreal, Canada, um, who we found um, because she made this really raw, like, like very like emotion, just like 
I don't know. It it blew my mind because I was kind of like, I don't, you don't really see someone like putting it all out there like this, mm-hmm. talking about how she feels unlovable. And it, I really connected with it. So I sent it to Nikki and she was like, yeah, I've like felt all those things. Um, and so we decided to ask her to come on the podcast and talk about it. And I feel like we had this conversation. She was making even little baby steps. Yeah. Through. I think so some of the things we were talking about mm-hmm. so I feel like you guys are gonna love this convo because I think you're, it's gonna resonate with you like it resonated with us yeah hi Sarah hi thanks for joining us today I'm so excited to be here for my first podcast ever I know that's so exciting I'm we're honored that it's us yeah well, I know, because you did your research lying. too you did your research did I know her research yeah I gotta do my due diligence you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm glad we passed the test. Yeah. <laughs> like I haven't been asked that much, but this felt like a good one. Good. Good. I'm glad. Just a couple of girls talking on a couch. Super easy. Yeah. And you don't know what's in my cup. I hope it's wine. <laughs> I would love that. We used to drink wine um and we'll record it. We don't do that anymore. So so but you can. Yeah, you can. We're not allowed to. We're not allowed to, but I would love if you were. (laughs) I feel like I'm in love and love is blind, you know, with like you never know what they're drinking. Yes. Mm -hmm. Are you are you caught up? I am. Those were some chaotic episodes. Yeah. I am at the point where I just skip through to see if they say yes or no at the altar. I'm like, I want to hear about their their hesitance in the like when they're getting ready. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm upset that we have one episode this Friday and then we have to wait a few days and we get a live um wait, a live reunion. Yeah. Oh, oh okay, okay. I was like, I'm sorry, we're not going to see who picked each other. But That's, you're saying we yeah, we, we get will. one episode okay. for all of that. Yeah. One? One. <laughs> they because they know we skipped through all of it. So <laughs> I'm like not confident in a lot of those couples. I feel like only one is going to actually do it right which one oh, Bre- Brittany. Brad and t- oh, oh. Brittany. <laughs> I just, no Tiffany I, Brett and Tiffany? I don't know from the previews I'm not sure about that she what? just made a couple name Brett and Tiffany I did Brittany. make a couple Brittany. name by accident I wonder if they know <laughs> Brett and Tiffany um Brittany, Brittany. <laughs> um no I think they are I think they're making it look like they aren't mm. who knows maybe from that. yeah yeah like maybe know, but- something happens where like someone from their family can't come or like there's drama that way. But I, mm-hmm. they seem like super confident out of like all of them. No, you don't yeah. think so, Nikki? I mean, she I, no, cool. I think so. But I think like, I think this, I don't know. They really made the t- the editing team did a really good job. They really <laughs> made me think and double, you know, they made me last season. They made me double. Like I thought that so many people would say yes that didn't so i feel like they're very good at it yeah at very editing. good editors because yeah. like um B- batiste and mm-hmm. that girl nancy i i saw that Wait, what yeah. yeah batiste had a baby bartiste had a baby yeah had a baby with who <laughs> i don't know some random girl i guess i guess he got her pregnant like three months after they filmed the perfect match or whatever that show was you know tiktok oh, yeah. told me all about it <laughs> That guy is oh my God. a menace yeah. to society. But then Cole, they're doing like speed dating events with Netflix is doing like speed dating events to like d- date Cole. I saw that on Those TikTok too. People love him on TikTok. He was like, people were obsessed with him. And I'm like, everyone needs to stop being obsessed with toxic men. He needs help a whelp. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 people that they choose are definitely entertaining yeah, yeah I was saying I was just talking with family friends this weekend because um one of the my friends dads got really into it and he's like it's just not the same as season one <laughs> <laughs> that's true it is true because I feel like season one was legit like it felt like mm-hmm. people I, now it feels like people are just trying to stay on the show and date to date yeah right to be on the show like yeah Irina like I was like I don't think that you actually had connections it just felt like you wanted to stay on the show and then who was Marshall engaged to oh Jacqueline Jackie yeah Jackie she then got with the other guy John I know 
It's insane. What? She looked like such a sweetheart. I, I know. Love him. He's great on TikTok too. I think. Yeah. He, if anyone needs a show, it's him. Yeah. Well, it's almost like he should be the next Bachelor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, you know his cousin was on the Bachelor. Yes, yeah, so I was just gonna say that. Oh, I didn't know that. I also I saw that on yeah. TikTok. You see everything on TikTok. Well, yeah. that's how I found Sarah. So I'm, I'm with her glad girl that diaries. I'm honest. I know. You're I have to put out more. But I <laughs> want them to be authentic and I want them to be like when they happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. But like everything you – so you do Curvy Girl di- Diaries, which is basically documenting things that curvy only curvy girls go through. You know, their straight size friends don't necessarily do. And the one that we – like, well, I related to a lot of them, but the one about feeling unlovable, Alex sent to me and we were like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was like, I feel like I'm at this point in like my career. Um, actually, I'm going to own it. I'm going to call it a career. Yeah, career. it's a career. I'm like, I might as well just put it all out there and I might as well yeah. just be like as raw as possible. Whereas like, I'm still like, oh, I hope my friends that I see on a daily basis don't see this. <laughs> like my male friends. <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like someone that you match with like goes on tiktok and that's the pinned video at the top <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you know it, it's true and it's how it how we feel and i feel like there's if there's anything positive from social media it's like our ability to connect and find out that we're not so alone in what mm-hmm. we're going through yeah. absolutely that's honestly like the best part of it the only good yeah. thing right now because there's a lot of bad stuff going around. So what brought on that video? I think, you know, I just joined a group of high school friends that I, like, obviously, like, knew in high school, like, 10, 11 years ago. And we lost track, and we're back now. And ev- everyone except for, like, two other people are in these super long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. And some of them are married. Some of them are, like, thinking about, about children and you know, being the only single girl sometimes is kind of like tough, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I like my single life, but it, it can be a little tough. So I think it was kind of one of those things where you see things happening for other people all the time. And you're like, you know, maybe it's just not meant for me. Y- yes. so that's what I was thinking <laughs> at that time. Yeah. We just did an episode on like feeling behind, like, oh yeah, um, you know, those little moments creep in and you're like, well, damn, yeah we just we both have just recently gone through like those feelings so you're not alone in that either yeah I think it's crazy because I think we celebrate certain life milestones so much like weddings babies you know everything that's part of like relationships so much that I think we tend to think that that's the majority of what's going on out there Mm -hmm. but there's actually like so many people that are single that have never had boyfriends or that are struggling dating like and in their 30s or late 20s whatever it is you know they ju- they're just not as loud about it so we just don't think about them I think too it's a lot of like what I don't know we celebrate in the world is like unfortunately women being attached to men um so like all these milestones are really so based in relationships because it's so patriarchal right like yeah you know we're celebrating giving you to a man we're celebrating you and a man buying a house you know it's like a lot of sucky things like that and it's like well what about me doing those things by myself Mm -hmm. um and choosing like a different path but I mean like to go back to like thinking that it's like not for you I've definitely been there because I mean I'm 38 I keep saying I'm 37 and Nikki has to remind me that I'm <laughs> or like you not rem- so much younger than 38 mm. I would never guess that thank you that's good genes my dad looks like he's like 40 <laughs> um, your dad looks so good your good genes <laughs> yeah um but oh also I think like um being plus size helps <laughs> because you it, know what I think so too mm-hmm. yeah that don't crack that's honestly <laughs> because like you get the the puffy cheeks and mm-hmm. it helps it's like sometimes like okay Gwyneth Paltrow is a great example of someone who I think like looks a lot older than she is because she's so gaunt yeah mm-hmm. right but it's true well 
my sister is almost four years younger than me and she's straight size and people always think I'm younger than her me too with my sister and she she's gets really too. bothered by it me but too. I'm like I'm like I don't know what it is maybe I think I'm also like bubblier and mm-hmm. people tend to associate that with like younger but you see here's something interesting that happened this week um I got hit on by someone at brunch oh in the wild in the in the wild in daylight okay because I feel like that's a little bit more bold it is yeah then in right? like in a bar at night yeah exactly like at brunch and um the guy had just turned 22 mm. and I was like oh well first of all he did not look he looked older but I was like how old do you think I am first of all and like because I look younger because like I get now I have to think about getting hit on by like people who are barely legal <laughs> that's, that's true and that's I was true. like listen I was like if you were the same age as me or like in my age range like 10 on 10 <laughs> but maybe like you're like if you were even 25 let's go. Yeah, yeah like let's meet halfway you know <laughs> Mm-hmm. but it's crazy i'll take it i love looking younger mm-hmm. yeah that's fine yeah. with me i know that that's also like a <laughs> patriarchal society thingy whatever but uh, mm-hmm. yeah unfortunately i'll take it um okay so back to the that feeling i feel like i distracted myself with that last question the um i've definitely been there where it's sort of like because i'm older like I'm 38 I think like at 35 I was like okay maybe this just like isn't for me like maybe my life path is just like being single and just like lean into the career and everything and I think like I don't know part of it I think is me like not well obviously not thinking that it can happen because of these like limiting beliefs I have that like no one like likes me or whatever but I know in your in your video you made you were saying how like no one ever like hits on you and stuff like that but then this guy like did this is the first time that this happens to me ever which was like because this was pretty like this turned into like a two and a half hour brunch where like we kind of got I wasn't it wasn't just the two of us there was my friend and the bar guy who was his friend but we ended up having basically to get kicked out because the restaurant was closed um and but that's I feel like, like never... you gotta go out with him <laughs> i'm i just i have to have certain boundaries <laughs> okay, you know okay, okay okay there's young and there's young you know <laughs> he that's just fair. graduated college he's not even out of college <laughs> oh, oh, oh okay there's like life back. steps you know what i mean i take it back <laughs> i would be like the cougar sugar mama <laughs> mm. yeah <laughs> nikki's like no no, no. <laughs> But like, and I was, I think that's pretty much the first time that's ever happened to me. And I was trying to think why, um, because, you know, if anything, I'm the biggest I've ever been. So in my logic, it wouldn't make sense. Right. Mm -hmm. In our beliefs. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because maybe like, since I downloaded the dating apps a few weeks ago and I'm trying to open myself up to the idea and like not being so closed off, I think maybe my energy was a little bit more inviting Mm. Mm -hmm. that I think is a thing I think like putting yourself out there and like karmically things happen Mm -hmm. Uh, what dating app did you download I downloaded hinge because I was like if I download bumble and I have to make the first move nothing's ever gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like tinder gets a bad rep I don't know so I went with hinge um and it's not going so great no I ironically as a social media person I hate judging people off photos mm-hmm. me too I feel so bad because traditionally guys take less photos they're kind of less you know inclined that way and they kind of take like the worst photos of themselves <laughs> and sometimes I'm looking at it and I'm like oh my god like of all the moments of your life this is what you thought would portray you the best mm-hmm and then when their prompts are shit on top of it, Ugh. it's just down. Or you can there. hear them talking right in the 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 audio. Yes, and then like, that... So I have the thing where 
people here are maybe mostly French um, mm. and everyone will write their profiles in English, but that doesn't mean they're English. So you like listen to the voice and they have like a huge accent or something. And you're like, you're not even English. <laughs> like, why did you put your profile in English? It's misleading. That's interesting because you're in Montreal. So it's like half and half kind of, right? Yeah, I think it's like Montreal itself is probably like half half. Like everywhere out is like really primarily French. Okay. In like outside like of province the city or center. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um but do a lot of people speak both English and French or just French? In Montreal, well, here's what's interesting is I find like a lot of people know English because we watch like English television, we listen to English music. So people usually have a pretty basic knowledge. Uh, not basic, but like a pretty good basic knowledge of English without necessarily learning it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But then in Montreal, like there's a lot of English speaking people. I mean, obviously, it's like the city that has like the immigration and, you know, tourism right. and all that. So there's a lot of English. But I feel like for the people who aren't bilingual, they're still pretty good. Mm. So do you speak both? I do. Yeah. Oh, cool. I could say... I did- yeah, say all the things. <laughs> I do consider myself primarily English, but I, I went to school in French and I was raised both. So that's so cool. I didn't, niece- I guess I just didn't realize that it was like that primary. Hmm. Yeah. My new neighbor, who's my friend, she's originally from Montreal. Oh, cool. And she speaks, and her dad is a government official and has to le- speak both. Like mm-hmm. they, he goes to school for it yeah like because he has to like be bilingual they're really intense here um they're like they were I don't know if it's past or whatever I feel like I'm a pretty bad poorly informed citizen (laughs) but they were trying to remove English as an official language here oh Hmm. whoa I think I remember seeing something about that on social that is intense they're very like they want to protect the French language um yeah yeah, I guess like when I went to Quebec, it was way more like people spoke a lot more French than I thought they would. Interesting. Okay, well. So no you idea. wouldn't date somebody who speaks French? And... <laughs> Am I going to okay. get in trouble? Um, you <laughs> Is know... it more that they're like mostly like the suburbs? Is that like why? Like that's the vibe? Like it's not like they're downtown or whatever? I mean, I live in the suburbs, so... Oh, okay. Depending on where I am and the the kilometers that I put, um, I guess you'll get like all kinds of people. It's not that I'm against like obviously all my friends are francophones, um, but it's like they're not the same mentalities. They're just not the same mm-hmm. thoughts, you know. And I spend most of my time speaking English. My family's English, so um, nothing against it. But I just kind mm-hmm. of. I don't know if it's TMI, but no. I, saw, I was at a party with this girl once and she was like, I slept with a French guy once and I'm never doing it again. I, she's like, I can't have sex in French. It's just too weird. Wait, why? Because like the accent is like not sexy. Oh, okay. oh, I think a French accent se- sexy. No, I you think it's the a little French different. from France accent is <laughs> yeah. sexy. But yeah. not French from Montreal. <laughs> yeah. I just can't even like, I feel like it's just different too. Like, you know how in English too, you can say like, I like you, I love you. Like there's like different levels. Like I feel like in French, it's just, I love you. Like there's no, mm. there's like, maybe I'm just not as versed. <laughs> maybe I, I'm going to get like roasted, but it's always <laughs> like, je t'aime. But like, you can say like, I love this and it's the same thing as like even in Spanish there's like a difference but mm-hmm. n- like in French it's always like love the the verb love to love mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's just like, not as romantic I don't know interesting I, also I don't like think that we like would I'm... be able to tell the difference to be honest so I think that no so I think if we heard it we'd probably be like oh Okay. But I don't think that we'd be able to tell. But I understand, like, okay, so, like, for me, like, I really don't like Australian accents. I know that that's, like, it's English, right? I know. But I, I don't understand really don't it, like it either. It's so hot. 
Mm, yeah. See, it's not for me. Okay. But I mean, it's like for everybody, it's different, right? Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. I don't, it's like really specific, but I feel like it's just that I don't like Melbourne. Oh. Like okay. they're really like, it's like really thick. <laughs> Sometimes when I hear Sydney, I'm like, oh, that's okay. Oh, I don't even think I'd be able to tell the difference. I think I I just can tell because I figured it out. I figured out why I don't like it. But Hmm. now we're both going to get roasted. We're going to get roasted. I love all accents. You know what? Prove me wrong. Okay, Nikki. Send me. She's being like a pick me girl right now. Except hillbilly ones. Okay, well, there you go. Now you're I like a southern accent, but not a hillbilly accent. <laughs> but I'm from the south, so I can say it. So Controversial I, I, opinions. <laughs> yeah, controversy. <laughs> Everybody's gonna hate us. <laughs> Actually, if anything, I said the most controversial <laughs> for our audience. So uh I don't know. Don't ever call me a pick me again. <laughs> She'd rather be controversial than be called a pick me girl. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you were trying to jump back into the dating world, mm-hmm. and it's not going fabulously. Are you trying to date people, like, that you meet in the wild, or, like, do you ever, like, hit on people? I was going to say, what's the wild? Yeah, that's what we say. <laughs> I don't know what that, I, I don't exist in the wild. <laughs> I'm, like, like, people always say, like, are you really trying? I'm, like, ah, probably not, like. Let's be mm-hmm. honest, you know, this was already a good step for me. And my friend found me this like company that organizes like speed dating rounds mm-hmm. in person. So I'm like waiting for them to organize a young one because so far everything's been for 50 year olds. Mm-hmm. But so I think that makes more sense for me. Like I, I just, I'm like that kind of person who needs the vibe of a person. So if anything, I would meet someone in the wild, mm-hmm. so yeah. to speak, but I don't meet that many guys. I started playing volleyball like a year ago. So, and it's mixed. So I do meet some guys there, but the ages are like from 18 to 60, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's like a lot going on. And I tried to talk, not tried, I talked to this one guy a few weeks ago and I was like, I feel like I saw him checking me out. So let's go ask some questions. Yeah. And then I was asking him about his job, whatever, like, for about maybe five minutes and I'm like this boy because I'm gonna call him a if, if they're not like owning up to their shit they're yeah, boys absolutely never like never asked me a single question like I was like oh what do you do for a living he's like I do this I'm like cool like never like what about you and it's like three words or like yeah. you with a question mark yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know <laughs> you can't even ask you can't even return the question like I'm not even going to ask you to come up with a question of your own because that seems impossible. But, like, you're not even going to return the question I asked? Yeah. That's, like, below bare minimum. The amount of guys who can't have a conversation is truly wild. Truly wild. Have a back and forth conversation. Yeah, back and forth conversation. Yeah. Yeah. They can tell me about themselves. (laughs) But, like. (laughs) You're like, great. I got it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's I know why everything I love about my you. brunch encounter so much because it was like such a good flow. And I think it, if anything, it gave me like a little bit of confidence mm-hmm. to, for like my next interaction. But then at the same time, I left that and I was like, there's no way this 22 year old hot boy was interested in me. And, mm-hmm. that, and then I was like doubting it. That's the unconscious worst. bias. Yeah. Yeah. We we had a psychology coach. This little bully here on my shoulder was like, no. We want to believe what we believe, like not what actually is true, which goes along with like the thinking we're unlovable, that nobody is going to like us, that it's never going to happen. Yeah. Because we're like, historically, plus size women aren't liked. Mm -hmm. So then we're like, okay, we're we're just going to go with this. This is the reason why I'm single. And not for, like, all the other reasons, right? Like, I know there are a million of reasons why I'm single, but it's, like, <laughs> only one of those might be that I'm plus size or fat or whatever, you know? And that's probably my own – I'm standing in my own way yeah. for that stuff. I don't know. I'm trying to do the, like, 
talk to myself when I hear myself being like, well, they would never be like interested in me. Like I was like talking to this guy for a while. And even though like he was like literally saying, I like you, I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's just no way, you know, because it's like in Mm -hmm. my mind, I'm like, there's like, this isn't real. Yeah, I know. I know. You literally I, said I like you. And I'm like, yeah, right. I don't believe you. <laughs> You're like, I call bullshit. Yeah, sounds fake. <laughs> Why would you like me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. It, and it's so sad because like I'll listen to you say that and I'm like, that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. And if you see other happy plus size women in healthy relationships I never doubt that I never look at them and go like "Ooh, why is he with her or any I fully believe in it but then I can't see it for myself yeah and like you said that breaks your heart that I, I mean it breaks my heart when you say mm-hmm. it like I don't like hearing you say it I don't like hearing like any other person that yeah meet through this like saying it and it's like how am I saying it to myself then it's so hard to like break out of that like limiting belief or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know. That, like, you are worthy. We are lovable or whatever. And it's like, I think too, I'm always like, I know I'm, I'm very confident, right? I'm very like, I am lovable, but it's like when it comes to the men or relationships, I'm like, that is my, where I hit a limit. Like that's my thing I'm like well I mean like everyone loves me like uh, every person I meet loves me except for men <laughs> that's, where, <laughs> that's where I cap it at I'm like no but like everybody else yeah yeah like there's like this this discourse in my in my brain where it's like at the same time these two little people coexist and one is like the most confident woman alive mm-hmm. who's like hell yeah that guy's looking at me and the other one is like oh no like <laughs> What are you thinking? You're delusional and you're unlovable, you know? Mm-hmm. How do these two people coexist in the same brain? I know. Isn't it wild? It's crazy. I have the same thing. Definitely. Because I'll be at bars and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy's checking me out or whatever. And then later I'll be like, uh, no, he was probably looking at a girl behind me or like there was like. So here's other- what I've noticed. Right. And I think this is true for your story, too, is that in the moment, in the feelings, in the the vibes or whatever, the chemistry, like we ne- we almost don't feel that way. And then when we're left outside of the situation with only us, mm-hmm. we don't believe it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet the situation in person where the per- where the guy in this case, like in hetero couples like is in front of you normally that would be the one that you would hear true because of the actions right but then you go home and you're like no I must have misread this and this is not possible yeah like Alex will do she had a Mexico trip where a guy was hitting on her the whole time and she's like well I'm the friend yeah like he's just talking to me because I'm the friend yeah which I mean, that's a whole different situation where most. Well, I didn't of the think he was hitting on friends. me. But you I were told, you were told he was. Me. No, I know. I think oh. I didn't think he was hitting on me. Um, and then I was like, I looked back at back at it later. Like in the moment, I didn't think mm-hmm. he was hitting on me. Then I look back at it later, and I'm like, well, he was dancing with you, like slow dancing, and it wasn't like a joke. And he like always remember my name out of everyone in the group and like yeah. asked me to sleep in his bed at one point and I was like his friends <laughs> so I make up these like stories where it's like they're not <laughs> into me or whatever <laughs> and then I'm, it's just so funny because I'm listening <laughs> to you and I'm going like this man asked you to sleep in his bed <laughs> and she's like I never saw it coming no <laughs> like 100% I would tell the exact same story the same way mm-hmm. I would be like no you just it was friendly <laughs> right um I think mainly a little bit of that is because I wasn't into him okay, like, that's if funny. I had been into him I think I would have like understood it a little bit more oh but, okay um yeah I wasn't I wasn't like this About is it. someone I want to date yeah or make out with even mm-hmm. but I think if I had been I might have been a little bit more <laughs> there but I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't want to embarrass myself a lot of the time. And I think I put these actions up. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the I think that's from the being plus size thing. I don't mm-hmm. want to embarrass myself 
um, because I've been told no in the past and that's yeah because I was the friend or I was like yeah and they were like oh no you did misread that and I think as like a high schooler or like middle schooler then you take all of that and you just like put up this little chink of armor where you're like trying to convince yourself that that's what is happening now I totally agree because that's what history says so that's what we believe right yeah unconscious Mm-hmm. believe but it's all of the things it's all because like because like <clears throat> if you're an overthinker like alex you cl- i think you're clearly an overthinker yeah <laughs> nikki are you an overthinker yeah, yeah i spiral a lot <laughs> spiralers <laughs> yeah like... trust me alex is like she's an overthinker <laughs> we're just, just doing it in different ways, ways. yeah That's fair. but she yeah, just internalizes we're... it i talk mm-hmm. it all out Oh, I'm a talker, I think. Yeah. Any any thought comes out of my mouth. (laughs) But yeah, I think that we're just like always looking for proof to like defend our little thoughts, Mm -hmm. um, which is so sad. But like, I don't know, I guess you get just so tired of like being hurt or like, like, it's like someone asked me, like I said, oh, I love traveling alone. And this guy was like, oh, wouldn't you rather like share those experiences with someone? And I'm like, I don't think I'm like obviously bro (laughs) like what kind of (laughs) question is this but like I still want to enjoy my alone time and I still have to be okay Mm -hmm. with alone time in case it never happens and my therapist is always like I think that belief is stopping you from Mm -hmm. you know going out because you're preparing yourself for being alone and you're so independent and and all that but I'm like my brain and my heart tells me I got to be prepared you know I can't just keep hoping, you know? Hope yeah. is a dangerous thing. That's so sad, Sarah. <laughs> I know. It is sad. Literally, That's everyone true. else on the internet is like, as long as you have hope, I'm like, <laughs> fuck hope. <laughs> Let's be realist. I'm just being real with how I I'm mean, I totally under I can relate, but it's also so sad hearing it come from you. <laughs> watch us all be like in relationships in six months and then look back at us and be like oh yeah. god so well, annoying so the feeling great. of like being like thinking it's not gonna happen for you I had a conversation with my parents the other day while I was like cooking dinner and we're talking and like they're like said something about being picky I was like is it a be- being picky or is it just like having standards and knowing what I want and yeah. what I deserve like all of these things and my mom just finally goes or maybe like you're just gonna be alone and that's okay that's your path and I looked at her and I was like <laughs> for somebody else to say it like I can say it to myself but <laughs> you're like, like somebody, how rude but my mom telling me that like and she wasn't saying it in the sad you're gonna be alone forever it's just like maybe maybe you're better off well i think i think i feel like we're all spiraling now yeah. <laughs> like are we gonna this, end this with tears i know i was like is this a this is a live spiral everyone yeah. um but yeah i think that's a pile on guys <laughs> but sometimes i'm like well let's just like literally not everyone can be with someone right like (laughs) it is mathematically (laughs) this is illogical so I'm like someone has to do it right (laughs) anyway sorry but not to be depressing yeah I think this has already established itself as a depressing Depressing. but okay do you have like a you so you've never been in a relationship but do you have dating history at all no no dates at all no you've never been on a date I know how sad is that I'm sad for myself I went on one date in high school okay so you have been on a date to a subway okay it counts (laughs) right (laughs) um and I was so bothered because the guy would not talk about himself and he only wanted to know about me. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I'm super interesting. But like, <laughs> please tell me something like it was always like turned back. And ironically, I'm still friends with this girlfriends. 
friendly with this person now. Um, but it didn't work out because, oh my God, I've never said this to anyone. <laughs> Tell uh, us. He was tea. my first kiss. Okay. And I was so, well, it, it was a terrible kiss. I mean, they usually kiss, are. Right? Yeah. But I genuinely was like, I felt like he did not want to kiss me back. And mm. so the next day I was like, I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. he's not interested. I'm not fucking, I'm not going to look like a fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. You were saying. And so just kind of like from one day to the next, I, like the next morning, I literally was like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm kind of done. And obviously, like, at 16, and, like, I feel like us at 16, we were a little bit less mature than 16-year-olds now. Or maybe not mature, but, like, maybe we were less more... knowledge. Less knowledge. Yeah. And obviously, like, that wasn't the best way to deal with it. But, like, at 16 years old, were we really going to have a talk about... Yeah, if you <laughs> like me or not. Like, yeah, so... Like you didn't want to kiss um, that. So that was that. And then the next... I, I f- it's like very rare for me to like actually like people and then in university I like this guy and we got drunk made out a little bit and that's pretty much it and then he kind of ghosted me and that was that mm. so and so t- so there was never a date with that guy yeah. right mm-hmm. so literally like haven't been on a date really as an adult so it just backs up that science that you've like put, the narrative you put in your head. Yeah, the narrative and like someone's going to think I'm weird. Someone's going to ask about it. Like why? Because mm-hmm. people always need a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like for why. And it and I've always been met with that when I would talk to either just guys or like my friends, boyfriends, and they'd be like, what about you? And I'm like, oh, I've never had a boyfriend. And it's always met with like the most like shocking stare ever you know so it's kind of like I'm trying to own it now like especially on social media like I'm open about it and I'll even say it like in front of friends and stuff Mm -hmm. um because I'm like I feel like we need to normalize that discussion and just not being so ashamed of it you know and everyone that I know who's like always in relationships they're like trust me you're lucky you know (laughs) the grass is always (laughs) greener I feel like true yes but there I I understand the feeling of like wanting to be one or like feeling embarrassed by it like but it you're right it should be normalized like I would um, TikTok's been amazing for it but like I didn't have my first relationship until I was 24 and like I was embarrassed like I remember being so embarrassed to like tell anybody about it or like and I didn't have sex until I was 24 and so like and I thought that was so late in life and it's like no like we are all on our own journey and all on our own timeline mm-hmm. like in the patriarchy in the world shouldn't make us feel bad for not like being up to their standards that they've set for us I know it's so crazy just you how the world crazy. is set up now it's just like you feel like you're a failure if you're not in a relationship or married or I mean for me because I'm nearing 40 don't have children so you just like literally it's sort of like what's wrong with you Mm -hmm. like why haven't you met all those milestones yet like why hasn't someone scooped you up yeah because you hear those things of like you gotta love yourself first Mm -hmm. and then someone can love you and I'm like I know plenty of girls who don't love themselves Mm -hmm. they're doing just fine yeah Like, they get boy after boy, you know? It feels like a narrative that is a lot of times told to fat women. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that on the podcast before. That, like, this whole, like, loving yourself thing, I feel like, is told a lot more to plus-size women than it is to straight-size. Because That's so interesting. Right? Um, And it was told to me a lot in my Mm -hmm. 20s and early 30s. Like, you just have to love yourself. And I'm like... Okay, but I almost like I'm like, do you mean when you say love yourself, do you mean lose weight? Yeah. A little bit. Like, is that the equation there? Focus on yourself. Be confident. It's like I am. I was like, I feel like I am confident. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like a a plus size girl thing that we've just like developed a hard shell, but I feel like we always come across as really confident. Mm Mm-hmm. 
like more so and I'm like I feel like people literally think I'm like the most confident woman alive mm-hmm. meanwhile I'm like li- like having mental breakdowns you know mm-hmm. and obviously we all like no one's confident 100% of the time and that's normal but like yeah I feel like sometimes I'm like are people not a are guys not approaching me because I seem unapproachable in the sense that like whoa like she's got her shit together she's got her life together she's confident like and it's like too much but then I'm like the fuck is that what what kind of excuse are we giving men like we're giving them a way out you know Mm -hmm. I do think for some people for some men that is definitely a thing but you don't want to be with those people anyway right no but I do I do think that's a thing Mm mm-hmm um, if they don't feel like they're fully at the same level, they don't want to like try with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do think that's a thing. I don't know. There's like two levels of that. I, oh, there's like the people who don't like feel they're not confident in themselves, so they don't want to try. Or there's the people who are like hate themselves so much that they will try. Like, who have no ambition, no anything. Like, there's two different levels of guys, I feel like, that don't have it together. But maybe that's just me. Maybe. I don't know enough about the male species. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably for the Still best. learning. Because <laughs> <laughs> as confusing as they say we are, they're way more confusing. Oh, and they're so emotional and, like, so you know. Angry. So angry. So angry. <laughs> it's crazy how emotional they all need to go to therapy i know like okay this guy the um, brunch guy no oh, okay this guy at volleyball he's like he, we went to high school together whatever he's like one of those like emo- not, not emotional but like he came to play we played in two, two separate teams and he came to play in our team and then he played like a few points and left and we were like bro why did you leave <laughs> like you didn't like playing with us and he's like, bro, just don't make don't make a big deal out of it. Like, I just wanted to go back to my team. And like he brings it up every time we see him. And he's like, Oh, Sarah made such a big deal. I'm like, bro, you're still talking about it. <laughs> yeah, you're the Not one me. talking about it. Right. <laughs> I'm like, are you okay? Like, it's okay. <laughs> just say you didn't want to be there and move on. Like, like they're they're so they're some of them are just so much as intense or more intense than us. Like throwing away Bud Light because they have pride flags <laughs> oh i haven't seen that on i it. just oh that was all over tiktok the yeah. other day i feel dylan melvaney um she's now like her face is on cans and oh really kid- yeah so it, good on bud light 10 million followers like great you know but like kid rock shot a bunch of bud light cans and like a bunch of conservatives are mad those aren't the only cans they just have some cans <laughs> with her face on it you can buy regular cans so i don't get what the problem is the problem is is that they're woke nikki um. <laughs> they're woke <laughs> you progress yeah sorry it's not even progress companies. it's them wanting money <laughs> yeah right yeah and apparently she drinks beer she doesn't drink wine or anything she loves mm-hmm. beer who would have no. thought who knew i wonder how they figured that out maybe she talks about it I her don't know. agent her agent <laughs> now seeking beer collab <laughs> i don't know what you're drinking nikki um, it is a, a tropical cherry sparkling water oh cute nothing fun and I'm not saving the earth by it being in a Stanley. Um, but I'll recycle my can. Okay, that's good. I'm obsessed with sparkling water. It's a And you guys have so many more flavors than we do. Really? Let's I talk like... about this. Yeah. <laughs> I drive down across the border. You do? You get sparkling. And I'm like, ooh, I get like fucking four packs five packs of like sparkling water because like we don't have these fun flavors mm. back home and i'm like crossing the border with like basically they're like what'd you buy i'm like a bunch of water <laughs> <laughs> like the bubblies yeah like, we have like five flavors do you have cherry at least there we have cherry apparently they just introduced raspberry but i haven't seen it mm. and pomegranate's really good do we have pomegranate 
I don't even know if we have pomegranate. I just bought the coconut pineapple one. Mm, yes, that's that great was in really the summer. Nice. It's great as a drink mixer. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And even other brands, like you guys have other brands of sparkling water that we just don't have. And I get really excited about that's how you know you're an adult. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Getting really excited about like you cross the border to go to Target and get sparkling water. Yes. <laughs> you guys don't have Target, right? No. And fun fact, we had Target for like two years and it went bankrupt so fast. What? Why? It was terrible. Like, you know how, like, you go to Target because there's, like, everything? Yeah. My memory of Canadian Target was empty shelves. Like, they were never properly stocked. And the prices were, like, the same as Walmart. So I think that, like, people were like, I'm just going to keep going to Walmart. Mm. Mm. It just wasn't, like, as cool. Target wasn't targeting. No, they were not targeting. <laughs> they failed. And it was like, it, it became this thing that we talked about in like business school because it was such a failed expansion idea. Man. Had no idea. No, and then now, even if you want to buy clothes from Target, like to ship them to you guys, the shipping's insane, right? I don't even know if we can. Oh. But I literally went shopping last weekend at target and then i bought this dress from one of the plus size collections and i got so many questions about it and like people asking me in person i'm like you gotta cross the border like you gotta bring your passport to get decent clothes yeah that's where we're at it's so sad ah, like, it was so much nicer like even the weather I, I see some of you guys like share pennington stuff though and i'm like mm-hmm. i want that so you, got, you can't get Pennington's no they don't ship to you I don't think so oh my god I've never tried hmm I just figured you couldn't so maybe you can I don't know maybe wow well there you go we each got our own things I guess yeah right yeah I love how so. we ended a dating podcast on clothes and sparkling water <laughs> and no the lack of choices, yeah. <laughs> Just like our dating lives. Yes. <laughs> lack of choices. <laughs> lack of choices. And yeah, just like... Did you... Do you still have Hinge? I do. Have you seen the single LA Hinge like hack that she's saying to do? No. Where you delete your profile, restart it, and then you have to do... A face picture, a body picture, a picture with friends, and doing an activity, a video, and then if you have a dog, a picture of you and your dog. And then you do like really basic prompts that like are leading to a date. And then you're supposed to boost your profile for 24 hours, um, not touch it. And then after 24 hours, be super picky on who you like to teach the algorithm. And then, you know, in the spotlight section, you exit out of every single person there because as soon as you X, you'll go into their rotation. Nikki, you, <laughs> I would rather make a beef Wellington. Okay. Like, hear how many, did you hear how many steps there was? Yeah, I did it last night. <laughs> um, First of all, I the photos, I feel like I have that down. Like I have a close up, I have a body picture because I'm not trying to be a catfish. I know. Yeah, fucking yelled at or anything, right? You made a video about this, right, Nikki? Yeah, we did. I'm constantly called a catfish, so. Yeah. Like, and... by TikTok men, too. Not even men on the, like, yeah, on dating yeah. apps. By yeah, men on the... TikTok, I'm a cat catfish. <laughs> I have a picture with friends. I don't have a dog, but I have a picture with an alpaca. That's mm. better. That's the, I'm a dog lover, and that's even better. And I better. have a video of me in Rome, because mm. I traveled. And I have a picture of me at the Ritz-Carlton. And I was like, I look like a bougie bitch, but I am a bougie bitch. And this person <laughs> has to know what they're getting themselves into. Like, yeah. if they look at that and go like, oh, like, she's stuck up, then you're not for me. Because I don't, I, I'm not going to have anyone judging my spending behaviors with my money that I earned for myself. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and then I put my job on it. Because I was like, at first I was like, people are going to judge me. People are going to think I'm vain and fake what do you, you know? put what like what do you actually put i put influencer and and curve model okay mm-hmm. 
Alex put, what'd you put on yours? Content creator. Content creator. And they asked her if she was doing OnlyFans. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I have it as content creator now and no one's been asking. Oh. Also, this is probably for a larger conversation, but two guys, um, somehow the podcast has come up and I've told both of them what it's about and everything and they did not run. We oh. love that. I know. They were both like, that's great. That sounds awesome. Is the life lesson here that we should have been on just authentically ourselves this whole time? <laughs> time? That might be it. Yeah. That might well, be it. And that the right people will understand. Yeah. Like, and get it. Like, however, yeah. I did package it more as like, it's about a community, which it is, mm-hmm. but less about like, you know, dating stories. Well, there's so many guys that literally will put in their profile like oh like don't like social media or like yeah don't want someone who's posting so much on social media so I was like let's just weed them out and post Mm -hmm. that this is my job so they can legitimately just be like not for me and let's not waste our time you know yeah yeah so I'm weeding them out it hasn't changed much like like it's not like there's more or less likes happening um but I think that like see coming back to the language thing like one of the I've only matched with two people success rate is poor are you swiping or are they you waiting for them to come to you no I'm like well on hinge you're you're liking them yeah are you yeah are you sending messages though am I what are you sending messages no you You need to do that you mean in the likes or like when you match in the likes in the likes yeah, I should really do that. Mm-hmm. But so, for example, this one guy I matched with and I'm like, OK, he's cute. But I just I can't even I don't feel like I express myself as properly in French. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's just going to be this like awkward conversation and I don't even know what to say. Well, why like, don't I you like- just talk to him like you normally would and then get it off the app and see what happens? Nikki, do you want to log in? To my I, do. I do. I would love that. I'll use Google Translate. <laughs> They're gonna be like, he's gonna be like, these are really weirdly structured sentences. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. like proper. Yeah. She yeah, might- I like getting off the app as soon as possible. I agree with that. I'm kind of like, yeah. I just feel like I'm such an awkward person, which is so strange because literally there's no, if I was an awkward person, there's no way I would have had like that brunch encounter, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no way that would have happened if I was so awkward, but I just feel so awkward when it comes to the online dating and like messaging component, you know, mm-hmm. which like I'm, I talk- feel totally natural. No. no and yet we talk to people all, all day online, right? Yeah. I actually was going to ask if like you've ever been asked out online like on uh, instagram through instagram yeah. yeah um no well the, yes actually, one there's time no way there's there's no way like i get like five messages a week from like what kind of messages for boys no i know they but want to like, take me out no or, yeah i don't no I, I believe you but like i'll get like will you marry me like oh well yeah those are weird. you know those messages <laughs> yeah i think one time someone like you know sent a ball you know like a physic like a ball emoji and they're like oh my ball fell in your court or something like that okay i have um I have and then those. one time this girl that i met once was like oh this is gonna be really random but like i'd love to set you up with my co-worker and i was like what no you should have said yes what? yes that's the way that to meet people happen. yeah go back and say yes now oh my god it's been so long i can't that's do fine. that that's fine it doesn't it- matter do you remember her name yeah Oh, yeah, go you should do, do it. it. Put That's yourself the way out you need there, to meet people. Because like meeting people, like you said, like you're better like at connections in person. And That's I, the way. right now, me too. Like I like, um, the apps are kind of weirding me out a little bit. Like I want to meet somebody like off of vibes, but it's mm-hmm. hard to meet people in person. And like you had somebody offer to set you up, which as a plus size woman doesn't happen very often, at least in my experience. So you should take them up on it. Hmm yeah that's how i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do do you know that only 12 percent of people meet on dating apps um no i did not know that yeah we learned that last episode too um we're i'm just a fountain of knowledge now Uh, (laughs) i love that but like 
you're basically Kira. Yep, I'm I'm basically the psychology coach we talked to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you should do it. I know so, that if let God me is ask in your you guys a question. Yeah. So, oh my God, please don't tell me I lost this thought. Oh, you know how like there's like. Well, I think there's conceptions, right, of like, oh, you look at someone and you're like, oh, like this person is too too good for you or out of your league or things like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think to myself when my friends are like, oh, you should like if when you let your friends control the dating app, for example, and they like someone that you would think is out of your league. I'm thinking to myself, they wouldn't encourage me to go for someone that they thought would be out of my league. So they sure. must think this person is in my league right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then it's just me in my head yes that's like right mm-hmm. yes i'm gonna try to believe it i think okay. yeah try to believe it i think that's the first i step. think i think that's literally what we need to t- everyone needs to take from this entire episode is that we need to like be better about trying to override the thoughts in our head that mm-hmm we are not lovable that no one likes us because we're fat like we need to override those thoughts and start talking to ourselves like we're our friends talking to ourselves yeah I was just saying I was literally describing this to my therapist this week and she's like don't go down that river Sarah you're gonna drown and I'm like oh my god you're supposed to be encouraging me (laughs) but But that's it's true though because if like if we think those things eventually they will become true because we've made that reality happen Mm -hmm. yeah from our thoughts so yes yeah we will drown (laughs) and just think about the 20 hot 22 year old that hit on you at brunch exactly it can be my my uh what do you call it not a case study but like something you go back to yeah he's like your proof that like you are like your scientific proof that's your proof (laughs) Mm -hmm. thanks brunch guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i think i think the universe sends us those things to Mm -hmm. like help us and remind us yeah i I think that's real you should also write down in a notes on your um app in your notes app like every time a guy flirts with you like just write it down so you can like go back and have proof for it yeah I agree that's a good idea yeah I did that with all the guys that I like have dated because I thought I'd never met anybody in person I only met people on apps like I went through and I had to like and it proved to myself like it was proof visual proof for myself that like over half the guys that I've been with were online or were in person so I think like we like especially we need proof so that's a little like a little way even if it's just like a guy makes eyes at you you know, in the grocery store, mm-hmm. grocery store guy, bam, bam, my little proof book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm into that. I am. Yeah. I love a little write, like, like, you know, like paper, like actually writing things down and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Something tangible to like, when you're like dark in your head and spiraling, it's like, no. Well, the the funny thing is I'll do that with like me in life, right? I'll be like, if something happens, I'm just like, no, like you're confident, you're strong, you're kind, you're caring. But like, I don't do that when it comes to relationships or potential of, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our brains are just stupid. They're rude. <laughs> they're, they're so rude. They're so <laughs> selfish. They're like, I want to be alone. <laughs> We want you to be alone in your thoughts and spiral 24-7. We're having so much fun with all our voices. <laughs> yes. They're, my brain's addicted to pain, I think. It is. <laughs> That's a thing. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. So we got to... Well, if no one told you guys today, you're beautiful, you're lovable, Aww. you're kind, you're funny... That's so sweet. You're Same. Same. Are you going to say it to yourself right now, too? Ditto. Sarah, you're beautiful. You're kind. You're driven. I forgot no, what I told you. You're lovable. <laughs> you're funny. You're lovable. You're funny. The one thing you say you're not, you would refuse to say. <laughs> My brain like forgot it. <laughs> you go to driven. Uh, I was like. Yeah. 
we deal with the same thing so don't worry (laughs) we're all working on it we are but i'm making baby steps Mm -hmm. yeah yeah since we're on a we're not on a timeline no right it's okay Mm -hmm. absolutely oh good thank you so much yeah thanks for coming on with us thank you guys make sure you guys go follow her on tiktok and instagram at sarah ostagy yes nailed it okay guys we'll talk to you next week Bye. Bye. follow along with us on instagram and tiktok at swipe that and if you're not a part of our private facebook group join that too just search swipe that podcast and if you love us make sure you subscribe and leave us a review